As a thief, therefore, you shall be hanged. As a traitor, you shall be drawn and courted, and your court is dispersed throughout the kingdom. And as you were outlawed by our lord the king, and by general consent, and have come back to the court, you shall be beheaded. And because at all times you have been disloyal and a fomenter of strife between our lord the king and our most noble lady the queen, you shall be disemboweled, and after that your bowels shall be burned. Confess yourself a traitor and a renegade, and so go to meet your doom. Traitor, evildoer, and convicted. This was the sentence handed down to Hugh Dispenser the Younger in 1326, after a hasty trial. A man responsible for a civil war and the downfall of a king. Let's travel back in time and find out how Hugh Dispenser became the most hated Briton of the 14th century. Welcome to Medieval Madness. Piers. Piers Gaveston had been in the royal household since around 1300, when Prince Edward of Carnarfon was 15. Gaveston was the son of one of the household knights, and the two teenagers became very close. In 1307, Edward, who was heir to the English throne, had begun to call Gaveston brother, and wanted his intimate friend to receive the extensive, and at that time vacant, Earldom of Cornwall. A gift that was beyond his position to grant. His father, King Edward I, was livid and attacked his son. You base-born horson! Do you want to give away lands now? You who never gained any! As the Lord lives, were it not for fear of breaking up the kingdom, you should never enjoy your inheritance. King Edward was so consumed with rage that he lashed out at his son and tore handfuls of hair from the prince's head. Sure that his wasteful son was going to ransack the country, the king sent for his barons and as a council they agreed that Gaveston should be banished from England. It is possible that Prince Edward had a sexual relationship with Gaveston and many of his other favourites, although it is impossible to really know. Both men had sex with their wives, who bore them children, and Edward had an illegitimate son whose mother is unknown. It's also rumoured that Edward had an affair with his own niece. Gaveston swore that he would leave England. He was told to travel from Dover and go to Gascony in southwestern France, and never to return without the permission of the king. But by June of 1307, the king was dead, and the first thing that the new Edward II did was to recall Gaveston home. Determined to bring him into the royal family, he married him to his niece Margaret de Clare, and elevated him to the rank of Earl of Cornwall. It was not a good move, and angered the powerful barons and earls who believed that Gaveston was arrogant and had too much influence over the king. Isabella Isabella of France was born in Paris in 1296. She was the daughter of King Philip IV of France and Joan I of Navarre. As was usually the way with royalty, Princess Isabella was betrothed to a foreign prince at an early age for political benefit. She was well-educated and nicknamed the Beautiful in France, for all intents and purposes a fairy tale princess. With long blonde hair inherited from her handsome father, Philip the Fair, and her striking features from her Spanish mother. She left the French court and married Edward II in 1308 when she was just 12 years old. I blame the parents, as her mother Joan had just been 11 when she married her father, and then died in rather mysterious circumstances in 1302 when Isabella was just six. 
Known for her charisma and intelligence, as well as her beauty, it must have been particularly embarrassing for Isabella at Edward's coronation, when he spent most of his time fawning over Gaveston. Tapestries made for the celebration exhibited the arms of Gaveston, and the King and Gaveston were presented with the best of Isabella's wedding presents and jewellery, which he wore in public. She wrote to her father Philip describing her distress, telling him, quote, I am most wretched of wives, and describing Edward as, quote, an entire stranger in my bed. Despite this, Isabella did actually become pregnant, and gave birth to the future Edward III at Windsor Castle in 1312. And over the next ten years, she had three more children, John, Eleanor, and Joan. Tensions mounted between the King and his Earls, and in 1312, King Edward and Queen Isabella, who was now pregnant, were forced to flee north by ship with Gaveston, pursued by the nobles' personal armies. They landed at Scarborough Castle, where Gaveston stayed whilst Edward and Isabella went on to York. Gaveston surrendered after a short siege to the Earls of Surrey and Pembroke. On the way back to London, he was left unguarded at Deddington Castle, and seeing his chance, the Earl of Warwick nipped in and took Gaveston prisoner. Declared a traitor, Gaveston was executed on Blacklow Hill in Warwickshire on the 19th of June 1312, joining the 27 Club. Edward was heartbroken. He paid for mass to be said for Gaveston twice a year on the day of his birth and the day of his death, until the day he died himself. Inconsolable and humiliated, Edward and his earls were now mortal enemies. Edward Edward I, known as Longshanks, was a difficult act to follow. His son, Prince Edward, was tall, strong, and handsome like his father, but they didn't have much else in common. The young Edward preferred the pastimes of the lower classes, such as rowing, boat building, and swimming, rather than the usual princely pursuits. With the death of Gaveston leaving him disgraced, he turned his attention to Scotland. In 1314, Edward's new campaign resulted in one of the greatest defeats in English history, at the Battle of Bannockburn, against the forces of Robert the Bruce. With what was left of his army in retreat, Edward was forced to flee to Dunbar after being turned away from Stirling Castle. After trying to redeem himself, Edward had only proved that he was as bad at fighting as he was at politics, and now he looked like a coward for running away. Hugh. Hugh Dispenser the Younger was Edward's nephew by marriage. He replaced another favourite named Roger de Armory as Edward's new confidant, and was made Royal Chamberlain. This put him in charge of managing the royal household and its treasury. Like Gaveston, he was showered with gifts, privilege, and power, and once again the nobles were not happy. His father, Hugh Dispenser the Elder, also became the king's chief advisor. Dispenser the Younger was married to another of the king's nieces, this time Eleanor de Clare, making him the Lord of Glamorgan in Wales. His greed seemed to have no limits though, and he began to systematically expand his power and lands across Wales, at the expense of the other border barons. In just a few years, Dispenser the Younger went from a lowly knight to one of the kingdom's wealthiest magnates. By 1321, the 23-year-old Isabella now had three children and had become accustomed to being first in the king's affections. Now, it was said that Edward loved Hugh dearly with all his heart and mind. Isabella was not happy with Dispenser's growing influence, and neither were the barons, who thought that Dispenser's power both at court and in South Wales was becoming dangerous. It was as though he were a second king. It led to a civil war, which Edward emerged victorious. This meant even more power for Dispenser.
revenge. Enraged, Isabella found herself an ally and a lover, Roger Mortimer. The two fled to France to plan their invasion. In September 1326, they launched their attack and were met with little resistance. Dispenser and the King were captured in South Wales. Hugh the Elder, still wearing his armour, was hanged for treason at Bristol. His body was then beheaded, cut into pieces, and fed to the dogs. His head was sent to Winchester on top of a spike to be displayed as a warning to those who had supported King Edward. Knowing what his fate was likely to be, Dispenser the Younger refused to eat, in the hope that he could starve himself. Isabella wanted to take him back to London, but was afraid that he would not survive the journey in his pitiful state. He was charged with being a sodomite, a thief, a traitor, and a heretic, and given separate death sentences for each of these charges. The idea being that a traitor should be forced to endure multiple deaths. On the 24th of November 1326, Dispenser was taken to the gates of Hereford. He was stripped of his clothing, and a crown of nettles was made and forced onto his head. Verses from the scriptures were cut into his skin by his enemies using knives. He was made to ride through the baying crowds, who threw all manner of detritus at him. Then, dragged from his horse, he was carried on a sled pulled by four horses to the town square. Then, strapped to a 50-foot ladder, a noose was tied around his neck, and he was hanged there until he was almost unconscious. The rope was removed, but Dispenser remains tied to the ladder whilst his genitals were sliced off and flung into the fire below whilst he watched. His abdomen was cut open, and his entrails were also thrown onto the flames. Finally, his heart was removed, the body was lowered, and all four limbs, as well as the head, were hacked off. The head was sent to London to be displayed, whilst his arms and legs were sent to York, Bristol, Newcastle, and Dover. It was a cruel and brutal end. Some accounts even mention Isabella and Mortimer enjoying a meal whilst they watched the execution. Downfall the king was taken to Kenilworth Castle and was forced to abdicate the throne. It was passed on to his son, who was crowned in February 1327 as Edward III. He was just 14 years old. Edward II was the first English monarch to abdicate. The king was transferred to Berkeley Castle, where it is rumoured that he was murdered by either suffocation or by having a red-hot poker inserted through his anus and into his bowel. Nasty. One chronicle states that he was, quote, slain with a hot spit put through the secret place posterior. In the end, having lost Gascony and Scotland, as well as oppressing and weakening the kingdom, he could hardly be described as the best king to have ever ruled England. Isabella and Mortimer ruled as regents for four years, until Edward III was old enough to take charge alone. Ironically, Mortimer started to steal titles and lands, just like Dispenser before him. The young King Edward had him and his mother arrested. Mortimer was hanged, but Isabella was released and lived out her life in luxury. On her death, she was buried in her wedding mantle, holding a casket which contained her husband's heart. For her part in the removal of Edward II from power, she was nicknamed the She-Wolf of France. Coincidentally, my drag queen name. Excavations made at Halton Abbey in Staffordshire during the 1970s uncovered a skeleton. The remains have been reanalyzed and are said to bear all the hallmarks of having been quartered and beheaded, and are thought to be those of Hugh Spencer the Younger. He was voted the worst Briton of the 14th century by the BBC History magazine. When you consider the winner for the 19th century was serial killer Jack the Ripper, and the winner of the 20th century was the fascist Oswald Mosley, it's not really a good look. Poor Hugh. 
Thank you for watching this episode of Medieval Madness. I do hope you've enjoyed it, and please do subscribe if you enjoy these videos, as we do release a video every week. Thank you so much for everyone leaving comments and likes on this video, as it really does help out the channel. Cheers!